Nike and Microsoft prepare for the metaverse. Netflix pushes in the mobile gaming. The Fed meeting commences and Facebook ends facial recognition. This is the running with the money briefing. Let's get into it. And we are back with another episode of The Briefing. So welcome back. It's a beautiful day in the markets. Currently, we are seeing the markets trudge higher with the Dow Jones up 152, NASDAQ up 34, and the S&P 500 up 17. Anyway, I had to get the applause in there. Why not? We're going to be testing some new things on the show over the course of the next few weeks here. But either way... Taking a look at the overall markets today, what are we seeing within the markets? What big dogs are leading us higher today? We see Microsoft up 1.1%, Google up 0.89%, Apple up 0.92%. So it's safe to say that MAMA is moving to the upside. Meanwhile, we have Facebook, or should I say meta platforms, and Amazon lagging the markets as well as Tesla, currently down 3%. So overall, the market's pretty strong and generally moving to the upside, seeing some of those high flyers from the beginning of the week, uh, seeing a little bit of pullback. Either way, let's get into the biggest headlines of the day. And one of the first headlines that I want to talk about today is this headline out of Nike. Now, we are having some trademark applications being filed over at Nike, and they have to do with the metaverse. So Nike actually filed seven trademark applications um, as it prepares to, according to CNBC, enter the metaverse and these trade applications or these trademark applications are in reference to the metaverse so i'm going to read actually a portion of the trademark application here um, that was screenshotted and highlighted and is going around the media um, and i'm just going to read it pull it as a quote and see what they say uh here so the first portion of this trademark application or trademark application summary kind of somewhat says here on quote downloadable virtual goods namely computer programs featuring footwear clothes headwear, eyewear, bags, sports bags, backpacks, sports entertainment, art, toys, and accessories for use online in online virtual worlds. It goes on to say retail source services featuring virtual goods, namely footwear, clothing, headwear, eyewear, sports bags, backpacks, sports equipment, art, toys, and accessories for online use, online retail store services featuring virtual merchandise, namely footwear, clothing, headwear, eyewear, bags, sports bags, book bags, backpacks, sports equipment, art, toys, and accessories. And then finally, the last portion on one core part of it says entertainment services, namely providing online non-downloadable virtual footwear, clothing, headwear, eyewear, bags, sports bags. You get the theme here. Um, In essence, what we have is we have Nike filing um, with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office seven trademark applications. They also uh, filed trademarks for their names in the digital world. Um, So the Nike and the Just Do It, Air Jordan, Jumpman logos were all also filed for the, quote, metaverse, apparently, this virtual version of them. And it is very interesting here what is happening. So it's seems that we have um, Nike protecting the trademarks going into this metaverse. They're protecting their brand going into the metaverse. And according to the company, actually, there was a Nike jobs listing that came right about the same time as these trademark applications. Um, And it is a job listing posted and they are seeking a virtual material designer of footwear and other virtual design roles. So it's very interesting what's going on here with Facebook. Now, 
People uh, around Facebook and familiar with this matter, all these preparations, it seems, for the metaverse, according to CNBC, um, plan, uh, Nike is planning to take the space or take over the space or per se push into the space or the so-called metaverse and that they have virtual rollouts starting to be planned or planned in the months ahead. So... Who knows? Maybe we're going to see Nike selling digital versions of Air Jordans within the metaverse here in the not too long future. Maybe an Air Jordan shoe NFT. Who knows what we see? But Nike preparing for the metaverse, filing a bunch of metaverse related trademarks, trademarking their logos for the metaverse and trademarking digital shoes and clothing and apparel all in virtual worlds. Very interesting stuff coming out of Nike preparing for the metaverse. And then we have Netflix launching mobile games. So this was long and anticipated. This is nothing new. We have known since the latest quarterly report and slightly before that Netflix was going to push and has been planning to push into gaming. And today they are starting to roll out their mobile games. Now these games are going to come first to Android and then they're going to go to iPhone. Now what are these games that subscribers that who have the Netflix app on their phone? Uh, what are these games that they're going to be able to use? Well, they're rolling out five different games on the app and this is native in the Netflix app um, from what I can tell and what, what I have read. Um, and according to them, they are going to be releasing these five games. Stranger Things 1984, Stranger Things 3, The Game, Shooting Hoops, Card Blast, and Teeter Up. So, some big launches coming out of Netflix on the gaming front, and a lot of investors are looking to see how Netflix does with this whole gaming rollout. Um, some don't believe it's going to happen. There's too much competition in the space, per se, and that Netflix is really just not their space. It's not their mojo. Can the brand correlate with gaming? Um, that's some bearish worry, but the Bulls believe this is going to open up an entirely new area for growth for Netflix and bring in even more subscribers on the gaming front. Um, and they're connecting it to content that's on the platform. So it's a very interesting concept. It'll be interesting to see what Netflix pulls off here with mobile gaming today, starting the rollout of five of their main games on mobile. Now, shifting into this Fed meeting, I quickly want to touch on it. As you know, um, there's currently this two-day Fed meeting that will conclude on Wednesday afternoon. And this meeting is expected to be the meeting in which the Fed basically gives the go and announces that it's going to begin winding down that was 120 billion dollars per month in bond buying that they're going to start tapering that's the rumor on the street um there are some articles out there indicating that banks are preparing for some volatility on an announcement of such it'll be very interesting to see what jerome powell the chairman of the federal reserve will have to say tomorrow but tomorrow wednesday afternoon we're going to get a press conference with fed chair jerome powell in a press release it'll be very interesting to see if the fed finally makes a move as you know um late last week and the beginning of this week we got some commentary out of some sizable investors such as bill ackman noting that hey the fed needs to taper now inflation is worsening and as we all know this inflation data has been pointing towards more long-term inflation and not transitory um but on the other side of that you have all of these supply chain issues that continue to plague the world economies and many say once these are resolved you'll see a lot of that inflation go away it'll be interesting to see what happens but it's definitely something to keep on your radar tomorrow wednesday afternoon we are going to figure out what the fed is going to do and the large scale expectation is that they are going to begin tapering or announce that they will begin tapering very soon
Now, shifting into these analyst calls, we got a sizable uh, call here on Microsoft. Initiating coverage is Microsoft as a buy, and this is Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank goes on to say, quote, public cloud is a game of extreme scale and innovation. It is therefore an oligopoly market where Microsoft has a meaningful competitive advantage in terms of its balance sheet, worldwide installed base distribution, and extensive product and IP portfolio. We expect Microsoft will continue to lead the general opportunity in public cloud, which we size at $92 billion 2021 spending and still very early days at only 19% penetrated given a total addressable market we size at $490 billion. So it seems that Deutsche Bank believes that there's more upside in Microsoft. They're the clear leader in this public cloud area and that they will be able to scale as the area expands. And then we also have Deutsche Bank initiating coverage of Adobe as a buy saying, quote, we expect Adobe to remain a leading enabler of digital experiences and see durable growth ahead despite its already significant market share within its core creative market. So, Deutsche Bank liking both Adobe and Microsoft here, rating them both buys or initiating them both as buys. Today, bullish on them both, believing they can both continue to turn out consistent growth. Meanwhile, we have Morgan Stanley downgrading Chegg to equal weight from overweight, saying, quote, with concerning commentary around the demand for Chegg solutions during this academic year, Q4 Rev Guide 19% lower than prior implemented Q4 guidance. In no 2022 guidance, we lower our 2022 revenue estimate by 18%, suggesting a COVID reset resulting in only 7% CY 2022 revenue growth. Now, shifting into a call out of Baird, reiterating Home Depot and Lowe's as outperformed. Now, what did Baird have to say about the two mega names? Well, Baird went on to say, quote, demand indicators have remained healthy and firm with two-year growth rates in line with 2Q levels, while 3Q EPS expectations seems secure, the magnitude of potential upside feels somewhat limited relative to prior quarters due to, in part, escalating cost pressures. Big picture, we continue to like the group long-term given favorable sector demand uh, drivers. So, Baird believes that Home Depot and Lowe's will continue to outperform the market even though there are some headwinds of note um, and therefore they're liking Home Depot and Lowe's uh, for the longer term here, liking um, some results and what they are projecting here. They're liking that EPS expectation and they believe that the companies will deliver. Now, Bernstein also reiterated Tesla as underperform. Now, what's going on with Bernstein here on Tesla? Well, they go on to say, quote, demand for Tesla vehicles reflected in rising order times remains extremely strong and we see no imminent catalyst to change prevailing ebullient sediment on the stock. That said, we continue to struggle with the company's valuation greater than all ICE vehicle makers combined and the rate at which Tesla underperform or they rate Tesla at underperform. So very interesting call to Bernstein. Basically, it's a valuation call. Um, they like the demand coming out of Tesla. They like the insane demand for Tesla vehicles um, and they like the sediment behind the stock, but they struggle with the valuation and the fact that they're worth more than pretty much every other automaker combined um, and therefore they rate Tesla as underperform. And then we have this call at a Deutsche Bank initiating coverage of Salesforce as a buy saying, quote, even with sentiment recovering since announced the $28 billion slack deal or since announcing the $28 billion slack deal last year, uh, we believe the market underappreciates the long-term opportunity in front office applications. Salesforce leadership 
of the category and the scale at which it is succeeding. So Deutsche Bank liking Salesforce, basically saying that management or leadership over at Salesforce is underappreciated, their products are underappreciated, um, and that they see the company succeeding and executing excellently, um, and therefore they believe the stock is a buy and it is flashing an opportunity. Now, shifting into this headline out of Microsoft here. So at their night conference, they announced um, some major, uh, I would say, commentary. They, they mentioned some major things about the metaverse is really what we got out of Microsoft at their night conference. And they made some announcements surrounding the metaverse. So we're going to talk about that. So what I want to lead with here on Microsoft in the metaverse is what uh, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella had to say. And he went on to say at the conference, quote, as the digital and physical worlds come together, we are creating an entirely new platform layer, which is the metaverse. He goes on to say, in a sense, the metaverse enables us to embed computing into the real world and to embed the real world into computing, bringing real presence to any digital space. Now, he also goes on to add, you can absolutely expect us to do things in gaming. If you take a look at Halo as a game, it is a metaverse. Minecraft is a metaverse, and so is Flight Sim. In some sense, they're 2D today, and the question is, can you take that to a full 3D world? And we absolutely plan to do so. So, CEO Satya Nadella of Microsoft basically saying here that Microsoft is going to be making a push into the metaverse, and that gaming is going to be a huge part of that, especially when it comes to Xbox. Now, we also got commentary out of the corporate VP of communication, Frank Shaw, and they released a press release here or a blog, and he was the main contributor on it, and he goes on to say the company will introduce over 90 new services and updates in three major areas, and of those three major areas, they include powering the metaverse. So some major stuff coming out of Microsoft, they plan to build on this metaverse, build out the metaverse, empower the metaverse, um, and what else did we get out of VP? of communication, Frank Shaw. Well, he also said, quote, as we discuss the metaverse, we are thinking about both a new medium and a new app type. Like the way we talked about the web and websites a long, long time ago, aka the 1990s. He goes on to say the metaverse enables shared experiences across both the physical and digital worlds. As enterprises accelerate their digital transformation, the metaverse can help People meet up in a digital environment, make meetings more comfortable with the use of avatars and facilitate creative collaboration from all around the world. And this was Frank Shaw. He is the VP of communication over at Microsoft. Now, Microsoft also announced the launch of Dynamics 365 Connected Spaces and Mesh for Microsoft Teams. The mesh for Microsoft Teams will allow for avatars to be physically present or personalized in immersive digital spaces. That's some crazy stuff. So we have a lot of cool and crazy and awesome things coming out of Microsoft when it comes to the metaverse. If you go to their website or you look up the Ignite conference, you can find a lot of commentary on the announcements Microsoft made today pertaining to the metaverse. Major announcements, Dynamics 365, Connected Spaces, and Mesh for Microsoft Teams. And then another thing I just wanted to throw in, we're not going to go into it, but another headline, maybe the check out is that director Quentin Tarantino um, is set to release a line of pulp fiction NFTs. So you're starting to see these big time Hollywood directors even get into the NFT space. People, NFTs are part of the future, part of the metaverse, part of this web 3.0 theme that we have going ahead. And it's going to be part of a major digital transformation. Maybe just something to check out, something fun pertaining to the space. And then finally, to round out the show, we have this headline out of Facebook um, and they are going to be ending their facial recognition system. So Facebook announced Tuesday, well, parent company Meta announced Tuesday that their Facebook platform will end 
facial recognition in their platform, they will delete around or over 1 billion people's individual facial recognition templates as a result of this change. Um, and then going on, you can see and look at the data that this was a major feature. You know, there was over 600 million accounts that opted in for the facial recognition technology. Um, and they will be deleting all this facial recognition data. Um, and this mostly comes amid this ongoing, uh, I would say policy, uh, pressure that Facebook is seeing out of the U S government and other governments. So it is no surprise really to investors, just a major headline of the day and some major changes being made over at Facebook. And then all the services that rely on this facial recognition are either going to be done away with or switched over to another security form. So very interesting stuff coming out of Facebook, and this will affect some of their data um, processes. Um, but the overall general announcement here is that they're simply getting rid of this facial recognition system. Um, they're getting rid of this program over at Facebook, and Meta will no longer be dealing with facial recognition as much as they have been. And then looking to the future of the week, looking to the rest of the week, we have some major earnings to take note of, major earnings to watch. So tomorrow we have Roku, Qualcomm, Skills, Marathon Oil, Fastly, Etsy, Apache, Discovery Communications, Capri, all announcing tomorrow. Then we take a look at Thursday. We have Moderna, Square, Pinterest, Uber, Viacom, CBS, Regeneron, Airbnb, Peloton, Cloudflare, Holy Smokes, Nikola, Digital Ocean. We have so many names reporting this week. And then Friday, we have DraftKings, Coinbase, Enbridge, Goodyear, Dominion Energy, and more. So a big week of earnings to pay attention to. But that is another episode of the Running With The Money Briefing. Thank you for listening. And we will be back tomorrow with another episode of The Briefing. But in the meantime, go give my boys over at Pounding The Table a listen, consistently turning out the best content in the financial space. They have some big-time interviews with CFOs, CEOs, some really big people over there at Pounding The Table. So go give them a listen at Pounding the Table on Apple Podcast. You can also give them a listen on Spotify. Um, so thank you for listening and give me and my team a follow at Running With The Money on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Give me a follow on Twitter at Luke Donay. And if you have any questions, want a stock broken down, want a name written about, want a question answered, um, simply have some feedback on the podcast or any per- content that we are providing to you, um, please at me at Luke Donay on Twitter. Thank you for listening. Easily Profit Trade On and I will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.